0: Welcome to the Holiday Moons Podcast, where we share our love for the holidays with you year-round.
1: This is Sydney, and I'm going to be talking about pet memories and Christmas pasts.
2: This is Randy, and I will be sharing about the Bronner's Christmas Store in Frankenmuth, Michigan.
3: This is Cole, and I'm going to be talking, uh, or rather leading a talk about What we're doing this year for Christmas trees, what we have done for Christmas trees, and some of our favorite Christmas tree-related traditions.
2: Very fun. We are recording this the weekend right after Thanksgiving. So we've had a very busy, fun week with Thanksgiving and friends and getting ready for Christmas. So lots of things going on. This is the first year that the four of us were not all together at some point during Thanksgiving Day, Cole being down in Florida
3: this year. That's right. Yep, yep. I was here with my uh, two roommates and we did Thanksgiving dinner together. I did the turkey, which turned out beautifully, and Kelia and Ryan did mashed potatoes and like sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows on top, green beans, uh, and a couple of other things that turned out really nice. So we had a a great Thanksgiving here, uh, just the three of us.
0: Good. I was telling Dad it was nice that you three had each other. If any one of you would have moved down there alone, it wouldn't have been as much of a Thanksgiving kind of atmosphere. But the three of you together, it was really nice. Yeah.
3: Well, and I've already got the house fairly decorated for Christmas. Keely and I just got our our tree, but... Well, we'll get into the, the tree stuff a little later. We did spend yesterday at a huge mall called Wayfair Mall. That's like 25 minutes away from us. So we were like, oh, it's, it's a mall. We haven't been there before. We'll go. Absolutely humongous, beautiful, like... That's decked out for Christmas, too, which was really fun to just walk through. As you're walking through, it's almost like three stories because it's got those vaulted ceilings that are uh, are glass on top. And it had a a huge Christmas tree all the way up to the ceiling. At one place, it had a two story carousel, which was crazy. It had a, a fountain with a stone manatee in one fountain and a stone gator. In another fountain, or a metal <laughs> right. manatee, metal gator. So, those were super fun. So that was a that was a ton of fun to go through. And we were trying to find a Hallmark store. It didn't look like they had one, which was sad because Kelia really wanted to get a stocking for herself. We ended up going to Target, where she got one. But that was yesterday, so that was Saturday. So we waited a little bit past the Black Friday rush to just kind of go and hang out and have some. Some walking time.
2: So Sydney and Beth and I did not wait for the Black Friday rush. We went into the middle of the Black Friday rush. We went ahead of the Black Friday rush. (laughs) Yeah, as we always do. (laughs) Yes. Getting to Macy's in Fair Oaks Mall, pretty close to opening, and uh, starting the day there. And then we got back, I think, around 4.30, was it?
0: Yeah, we got back earlier at this time. I think 3-something.
2: 3.30?
0: 345 yeah something like
2: that so a long day busy day but successful shopping day which is the whole point of going and trying to get a lot of our Christmas shopping done
0: yeah yeah in
1: fact I think I pretty much got mine done so yeah it was very successful
2: yes both of my kids were asking me for a Christmas list to share with them and I intended to and I eventually did for Cole but Cindy ended up getting me something without the Christmas list so hey good job Sid <laughs>
3: no I said the uh, the tables have turned usually it is you who's pestering me for a list day in and yes, day out right. now it's me i still need a list for mom
0: i have one i can send it to you from amazon i'm going to quote it at first place
2: she has one she hasn't even been sharing it with oh. me i haven't seen it yet
3: Why the it's not me? a big one what are you hiding
0: i just was i just came up with some things and i'm going to send it to you you can get what you want off of it and then give the rest to. all them. right
2: that works Yes, so uh, we had a very fun Thanksgiving. Uh, it was just the three of us here, Sydney, Beth, and I
0: and uh, that Well, and Noelle. Noelle's first Thanksgiving. That's true. She was the official taste tester. Isn't that what her stole scarf said?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> she uh, approved of mom's turkey, so That's right.
2: Yeah, Excellent turkey. This is the first year we haven't had somebody over in a while so it's kind of nice to have quieter Thanksgiving. Got a lot of Christmas decorating done, Um, but we also had our traditions of watching the Macy's Day Parade, watching some of the dog show, watching a little bit of football, watching some Christmas shows like Miracle on 34th Street, etc. So a lot of fun, typical holiday Thanksgiving traditions for us. Yep. And getting a move on then in the Christmas preparation time frame, which is kind of where we're at now with our topics is. Is talking about Christmas.
1: Yeah, so I was thinking this is a special year because this is Noelle's first Christmas, which I got her a little, my first Christmas bandana, and I have plans for Noelle. I have plans for her.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> <That sounds>
2: <laughs> ominous.
1: <laughs> yes, ominously sitting on Santa's lap for picture <laughs> shoots and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking of years past and, um, growing up with cats and memories of around Christmas time with the kitties. So do you guys have like, um, either in your childhood or currently like a specific memories that you have with
0: your animals and at Christmas time? I would say one of the things that I always think about at Christmas is our cat Mandarin who lived to be 18 years old. She was a yellow tabby, red tabby. Orange tabby. Yeah, they call them red tabby. Right, but then you
3: said yellow tabby, and if you mix those together, you'll get what she is.
0: <laughs>
3: Good yep. color knowledge.
0: Good job. Cole. I know. I know.
3: Only okay. saying it because you got. You could have easily said orange tabby, and you chose not to.
0: <laughs> I hit. I hit yellow, and then I'm like, oh, most people like when people you put it down on forms and stuff, they call it red. So then I hit over to red. So I missed orange altogether. So yes, she's an orange tabby. She was an orange tabby. Anyway, she used to drink the water out of the tree. Oh my goodness, all the time. And there's nothing we could do. We could not get her to stop. And we were like, is it going to kill her? Well, apparently it helped preserve her. So,
2: <laughs> so we got we get a live Christmas oh. tree for our family room. So it needs watered. It has a container at the bottom to hold the water. People are familiar with that. You know, you put more water in it every day. So it gets kind of piney.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and know, um, I mean, gross.
2: And to Ma- drink. Amanda liked it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah so. it, at every stage. What did the Kincaid say yesterday?
1: We were talking to the Kincaids about it yesterday and they I think it was Uncle Mike that said something about, like put the pine fresh breath or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minty fresh or something. <laughs> piney fresh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it's like. Anyway, well I was concerned about it, but she lived to be 18 and she did it every year, so. Yeah. Apparently it's not too harmful.
2: No. I remember Beth, your dogs on your side of the family would open gifts up. Yeah. They were able to like, like that They
0: were there, yeah.
2: You know, they would identify them as theirs and then they would like scrape at them until they opened them up and they can get We always had cats when I was growing up. We never had dogs. And the cats, I was glad because our cats never bothered the trees. I know. I was they didn't climb about that the too. trees. I mean, even from when I was little, we never, oh, our know, cats never did. bothered the oh. trees.
1: So, <laughs> you know, they knew better.
2: <laughs> they knew better. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing I can think of from, you know, from a specific pet memory is our current cat, Autumn, who loves ribbons. And yeah. we can't put the ribbons yeah. out on top of the packages before Christmas Eve because night.
0: She Christmas will, night. Yeah,
2: she will eat she'll chew the ribbon and swallow it yep. and then potentially throw it up.
0: Or yeah. worse if she doesn't throw it up. So yeah, she she's just a right about that. She loves ribbon. I love ribbon. <laughs> yeah. I want ribbon all <laughs> over our packages. She does too. The problem <laughs> is she actually will eat it. And she's very stubborn about it.
3: One thing that so i do remember up. is didn't happen a lot but it happens sometimes i remember uh sydney's when she was younger she had a cat named angel and that was um somewhere between a red and a yellow cat was it only, it, it might have been it was reddish yellow
1: i think it
2: was orange i think mm-hmm.
0: she was a yeah, a marmalade i was going to say i think she was an but orange but i remember sometimes
3: yeah. on like, box kind of presents. She'd just go in and just kind of gnaw at the side and poke little holes. And sometimes Sydney and I would try to look through the holes to see what, uh... Any, any holes that the cats created were fair game as far as peeking.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Yes, she was very bad. I remember in a, that. In a
0: good cat way, right? And a mm-hmm. funny cat way. All of our cats yes. like tissue paper.
2: Yeah, that's another fun yeah. tradition is putting the t- tissue paper down from the gifts, kind of in like a little tent form, so there's a little triangular section that the cats can zoom underneath. Yeah, Autumn yeah.
3: always loved tunneling. Onyx goes berserk for wrapping paper. She'll roll around in it and scratch it up, and I, that's it's the most playful I ever... She's not generally not a super playful cat, but it's the most playful I ever see her get. She'll tear through the house... To pick up enough momentum to smack that paper with as much force as she can.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know Um, in years past, Cole, you've gotten at different holidays, you've gotten onyx different matching tissue paper, which has been really cute. I know for me, like in past years, we've gotten the cat like holiday stockings, like Christmas stockings. I remember remember, um, so Ember's our youngest cat. I remember when we got her, hers is the only one that ha- at the time that had like an initial on it. So it had her initial. But now that we have Noelle, we were um, showing the Kincaids yesterday, Noelle's stocking. And it is a full-sized human stocking.
0: <laughs> it's as big as ours.
1: Yeah, big as ours. So it's the only one that's personalized, and it has her name on it. And none of our other animals or cats have their names on it, or people, or people. So, <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, it's very different. I think with a dog than with a cat. Yeah. So we've had some really good memories with animals. I will say, with Noel, I have more plans with her than in years past at Christmas time with the
0: kitties. Yeah, dogs are easier. Yeah. yeah,
1: but looking forward to it. And I know Cole, he has Onyx, but now that uh, him and Kelia have moved to Florida, he also has Izzy, who is like the most awesomely chill cat ever. I think one year, oh, I, it was last year, I got Kelia a little like cat scarf for Christmas. And um, they put it on Izzy before and she is so cute.
2: She is super cute and she just lets it
3: happen. I just went and I picked her up from where she was just now. Brought her back. She's just so chilling funny. here in camera.
1: So very fun memories. Yes, yeah, a lot of fun.
3: They bring a lot of chaos and excitement. I remember, did we already talk about the clumsiness of the cats falling? Because I remember that on no. Christmas Day, Sydney's um, yellow red cat trying to walk on the outside of the banister on the second story. On the second floor. Yeah, and falling yeah. off onto a lampshade, and then onto the floor. She was fine.
1: I think that was actually your cat, because Angel has fallen on Christmas Day onto the piano.
3: Onyx fell onto the lampshade.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's right.
2: Angel was trying to walk on the outside of the banister that's, you know, free fall Hmm. capable. Onyx was reaching down to grab something, and she kept reaching farther, and then she just fell because she couldn't get what she wanted, and she reached too far.
1: Yeah, Angel was like really, she didn't have good balance.
2: Yeah, Onyx is generally a very graceful cat. So it's fun to think about the different memories. I, When I was a kid, I went to a place called Frankenmuth, Michigan, which is a place that I remember as an adult being a, the land of meat and Christmas. Actually, cheese and Christmas is what I remember. It's a little town, cute little town in Michigan that has... The world's largest Christmas store, which is called Bronner's Christmas Store, and that's probably why most people think of Frankenmuth as uh, being the kind of like a, a Christmassy town. Is because of what Bronner's has done over the years. So the Bronner's showroom store, so not the the shipping part, but just the showroom, is one and a half football fields in length. Right, so that's 150 yards in length, okay. and it has over 50,000 gift items, and and decor items. It has the sights and sounds and spirit of Christmas year-round. It's open 361 days as a showroom, or you can shop online anytime. It's on Christmas Lane, which is uh, decorated for Christmas uh, all the time. It actually began in 1945 as a small sign painting business. Really? Yeah, so the person who started its name was Wallace John Bronner. Uh, He was known as Wally or Mr. Christmas later on. And the joy of Christmas had always been larger than life, even from his youngest years. He grew up in a German family. And as we all know, German families have a lot of traditions that they brought over from the old country related to Christmas and other holidays. And he really enjoyed the old world Christmas customs. For instance, he talked about how his family's parlor doors would be covered in white sheets and removed late afternoon of Christmas Eve by a Christmas angel so that Santa Claus could do his decorating in secrecy. So they would decorate their oh. house for Christmas, their tree, on Christmas Eve, and they would put these sheets over the door so the magic could happen and nobody could see the magic happen behind the door. So he remembers oh. that as a kid. So Wally also revered uh, that their reason for the season was represented in this colorful paper nativity scene that was tucked under his family christmas tree so he really had a a focal point on that nativity scene as part of the tree and in fact all the christmas trees that are on display in Bronner's even today have at least one nativity scene on it really yeah so in 1945 after wally graduated he started his own business which was the sign painting business that then later expanded he was asked to create some custom Christmas panels for the city of Clare, which is nearby, and their lampposts. And that really marked the shift of his career into crafting and selling awe inspiring Christmas decorations along the way. So in 1954, Wally and his wife Irene constructed their first permanent storefront in Frankenmuth to begin their, their year round Christmas sales. And it, over the years, it expanded to three shops. Where eventually they consolidated the three stores into one larger shop in 1977, and built it on 25 Christmas Lane. So like Christmas yep, days, Day, yeah, yep. right? Great. And then in 1991, they doubled the size of that building and added a huge shipping department. So now the whole building is five and a half football fields long. Wow. In whole, in 1992, he actually built a Silent Night Memorial Chapel, which is modeled after the original chapel in Obendorf, Salzburg, Austria. Do we know what happened at Obendorf? Do you remember? Anybody remember?
0: Is that where Silent Night was? was yep. um
2: Silent Night was first sung in that chapel Christmas Eve, 1818. So he actually has a replica of that chapel on the property of Bronner's. So cool. Yeah. So, here's some fun things uh, that are interesting about Bronner's. So, for instance, they have more than 350 decorated Christmas trees in their sales room that you can, you know, look at any time. They have decorations and gifts from 70 nations. They carry over 150 styles of nutcrackers. Oh, wow. So, there are no demons in this store. That's There's right.
0: Plenty too of many, nutcrackers. Too
2: many nutcrackers for them. They personalize over 100,000 ornaments annually. If all the lights sold in one year at Bronner's were stretched out into a continuous line, they would span about 530 miles. Their average electric bill per day is $1,250. Oh my
0: goodness!
2: Per day, uh, they have the store itself has about 3,000 unique items for purchase. Outside of the store, there are there's a Santa that tower 17 feet tall and a giant snowman that's 15 feet tall. And the weekend after Thanksgiving, which is the weekend we're recording this, is the busiest of the year with as many as 50,000 guests visiting in just that weekend. Wow! Annually, over two million guests come to Bronner's to visit each year. So it's a great place for Christmas lovers year round. They have a great Santa there. Over 20,000 children visit Santa between Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve. Wow. So just in that one month period. So that Santa has a lot going on in that one month. But it's a it's a very fun place. Frankenmuth as a town, if you've never heard of it and you're thinking about going somewhere kind of quaint and fun and it has Christmas connections to it, I encourage you to think about Frankenmuth, Michigan and visiting Bronner's store that's conveniently located in the town. I did think it was funny. They have a bunch of billboards across the country, but they actually have one not too far from you, Cole, in Ocala, Florida, which is just north of Disney. They have a billboard for Frankenmuth's Bronner's Christmas store. Really?
3: That's interesting because I pass. Anyone that lives down here knows Ocala pretty well. When you're on the highway, there's always exits, you know, Ocala. It's kind of like Naples. There's always Ocala, you know, north or Naples south, that kind of thing. So yeah. that's actually pretty neat. I haven't seen it that, you know, I know of. Right. It may have just not registered in my head what it was.
2: That's their most distant billboard from their store because obviously it's in f- the billboards in Florida and in the Michigan. stores in Michigan. So, yep. So, a very fun place. Uh, I haven't been there in a long, long time, but I've been there at least a couple times and enjoyed it greatly. And it left quite an impression on me.
0: It did indeed.
3: It's awesome. I'm sure they've got plenty of stuff for decorating trees. Do you have any ornaments from?
2: I don't have any from when we were, because we were, I was very young when we were visited. So I wasn't collecting ornaments at the time.
3: That makes sense. That makes sense. But I mean, ornaments are a huge gift that we've gotten for, for you over the years and for each other over the years, because Christmas trees, specifically our huge Christmas tree has been such a big part of what makes Christmas Christmas for us. But As Sydney and I are moving out to, you know, different places, me in Florida and her to her own place, we're coming up with our own different Christmas tree traditions. So I thought, you know, we'd think back on, you know, we'd take a look at what we're doing for this year, what we want to do in the future and kind of what we've done before, I guess, starting with what did you guys do before the house that you're currently in as far as Christmas trees go?
2: So, when Beth and I got married, we didn't really have a, like, a plan. We, some years we cut down trees, some years we got a pre-cut tree, and we usually got all different kinds, trying to find what we liked best. And one year, we happened upon a Fraser fir. I think it was once we had moved up to Virginia, though, that we happened upon a Fraser fir. And I don't think we ever went back away from Fraser firs from that point forward. We used to get, like, six-foot trees. That was six, seven feet at most because that's all that could fit. But we always got a live tree.
0: Yeah, I know. There were a lot of years, and this is after we moved up here, that um, we would take the kids to cut down a tree. And Sydney would fall in love with the very first tree (laughs) that she would Put her eyes on.
2: Yeah, like you step out of the car, and she would see one. And, and she
0: would say, that's the one I want. It's like, well, let's look around, and let's look around. And then, inevitably, we'd find, you know, that was like a little raggedy one. And we'd find a better one. And then she'd cry.
1: Yep. <laughs> should. <All> fun.
0: <laughs> that was for several years, but you guys were pretty little. And then, yeah, from there, once we got found the Fraser fur, we yeah. really liked it. And then we realized, through some research, that... They don't really grow around here. They only grow in high altitude. So, for us to purchase them, they are pre-cut.
2: Yeah, you, they ship them into yes. tree farms yes. around here that you can order from, which is right. what we do. Growing up, we also sometimes cut and sometimes bought pre-cut. But my dad would always get ones that had stiff branches, but they also had stiff, pointy needles hard to them.
0: needles
2: yeah and they're like a spruce or something so they're great for hanging ornaments because with a christmas tree you want something where the branches are strong there are some christmas trees out there where the branches are a little a weak for heavy ornaments like so some the, pines with yeah. long
0: needled pines
2: yeah exactly the spruces were great from a stiffness of the branches but man those needles were painful putting the lights and stuff on yeah
3: you know what's hilarious is that when keely and i were looking for a tree this year we decided to just go to we've got a Home Depot eight minutes from us. So really close. Home Depot and Lowe's usually have got little lots outside around Christmas time. Or sometimes in their garden section. In this case, there was a lot outside. So we pretty much figured that whatever they had, we'll just get a tree there. You know the only type of tree that they had there? Fraser First. That's Fraser First.
0: That's incredible. And they are really fragrant. They're they're, they're very fragrant, trees and
3: they're very fragrant. My car smells great now. Because it was small enough, it was uh, seven foot, I think. Um, So it was small enough that we could just stuff it in my car for the drive back. So my car smells very pine fresh right now. (laughs) Yeah, well, they even wrapped it for us, you know, so that was a lot of fun. Oh, good. Sydney, what are you doing this year?
1: Three foot tall tree, this itty bitty tree. Well, that was a lot of fun. Because I had it in my um, room and obviously I didn't have like a lot of rooms so that was perfect. But now I have so one year right after Christmas um, that's usually when we get um, like if we need to replace um, artificial trees we usually get them after Christmas because the after Christmas sales are really good. So one year um, that's what I did I went um, around and I knew I was gonna have an apartment within the within a year or two this was like a, one or two years ago. And I found one that was really nice and I kind of fell in love with the flocked look. Um, But now I have a puppy and I realized that, um, well, after dad would put up the half or partially flocked tree that mom and dad have and I realized just how flocked the partially flocked tree was, I realized that mine is just gonna be a complete mess. So um, I have it behind me now actually. And I was looking in my apartment, and I think what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to put it in this corner right next to me. It's not really going to be in front of the window, which I keep going back and forth on, but I do need space for my desk. And I don't want it to be too close to Noelle. So anyways, but I think I'm going to put it in a corner, and yeah. Um, I'm excited to put up a full tree this year in my apartment. I felt a little jelly because I think um, before I left for... Mom and Dad's place for Thanksgiving, um, the neighbor right next to me, she opened up her door, and I happened to just like, not like intentionally, but look in, and she had her tree up, and it was just completely decorated, and I felt a little jelly, so I was like, I want mine.
2: So a flock tree, in case you don't know, is a tree that has artificial snow kind of sprayed onto it, or kind of on it, right, so that it looks like it's a tree that had been uh, out of the snow right. the problem is is that stuff uh, is like a, a soft chemical that then drops quite a bit and we got one that was lightly flocked oh so we thought okay well that's that's great it's lightly flocked but there's a lot of flock
0: it's a lot on
2: it um so it falls a lot and our cat autumn loves to eat it Ugh. and she seems fine so
0: <laughs> oh my goodness
2: so that's why Sydney was saying if that's yeah. lightly flocked a full flock tree just has to be like just like a snowball, yeah. basically, of a tree. Yeah.
1: It will be. My tree, though, I, I have to say, like, I have colored pens, <laughs> yeah, and semi- exactly. coming into my yeah.
0: tree is, like... It'll be interesting. I
1: think um, I plan to make it, like, a red, white, and, like, gold tree. So do you have any, like, plans, Cole, for your tree?
3: Well, I already put mine up. Keely and I actually just got done decorating it. So what we did was uh, last year... Dad got me like a uh, like a spool of colored lights for Christmas, I think. We used those this year because last year we borrowed lights from someone else uh, who didn't need them to decorate our tree, but this year we are in Florida, so we we're not able to do that. But the good thing is that we had lights from Dad, so we strung those. They're kind of the traditionally big bulb lights that come down sort of to the... To the tip, so a string goes through the tree, and then we just kind of put all of our decorations on in a fun way. And Keelia spent some time rearranging them once we put them on to make sure they look nice. I've got a uh, a fake palm plant that I put a bunch of ornaments on too, and that's really big. That's almost as tall as the tree.
1: Yeah, that looked nice.
3: Yeah, yeah. So that was a lot that of fun really too. Pretty. We played the uh, Rankin Bass Santa Claus is Coming to Town in the background while we were decorating, so. That was super fun. That was super classic. I was humming along, you know, tapping my foot along to the songs as they were going on. It turned out really beautiful. We don't have... I don't have a themed tree. It's just kind of whatever. I guess that's something that I didn't pick up from you guys, not yet at least, uh, is that the rest of the moons really, really love the, the themed trees. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll get there eventually.
0: Our family room tree is more like what you're talking about. I do have themed trees throughout the house, but our main tree is not themed. It is all the fun, just all kinds of fun decorations that we love and that we have.
1: Uh, I was going to say, so like if um, they didn't have all the trees, basically the family tree would be just like yours, Cole.
3: Yeah. I mean, essentially, um, because I've got like put a bunch of uh, kind of the nice bulbs and, you know stars and snowflake ornaments on but then also like all of my birds i put on there Uh, i have a couple of disney enchanted tiki room ornaments that i put on there that are fun um you guys got me a haunted mansion hitchhike up hitchhiking ghost ornament i think that was from you guys right yeah yeah that, that made sense um yeah. So I had to find a branch sturdy enough to hold that up because that was heavy. <laughs>
0: yep. Some of them are. Uh,
3: and then all of my uh, Baltimore Ravens ornaments had places of of pride on the tree too. Of course. My star, one of the points on the star, broke off. So I had to I had to get super glue and super glue that back on, but it ended up looking okay. It's like not. It's a kind of plasticky material that's brittle, but it's meant to look like kind of swirly glass. So the fact that it broke and was super glued back was kind of similar to the, the swirly effect that it already had. So I was able to mask that in pretty easily. Nice. Something that is fun every year for me, and it goes back to when I was living at your place is that Onyx loves to sleep beneath trees. It's like her favorite thing ever. Yep. So we normally had, where the tree is now, we normally had a chair that Onyx would sleep underneath the chair. So Keely was like, oh, I feel bad. They were moving Onyx's chair to put the tree there. And I'm like, she's going to love the tree so much more than she loved the chair. Because it was something about, I don't know if it was like a dark forest canopy above her that she likes or, or what. But ever since she was she was younger, she liked to, to go and sleep underneath trees. Manda liked to sleep underneath trees, didn't she? Yep.
2: Yeah, so you know, tying Sydney's topic and your topic together, pets and the trees, a lot of our cats like to sleep under yep. the trees. Our current cat, Autumn likes to sleep under it. Ember would sleep under it more if Autumn wasn't there as much, uh, but <laughs> there's some <laughs> competitiveness there. Yep. Amanda liked to sleep under it, and then some of our previous cats, and my cats, thinking back from when I was little, like to sleep under the trees too.
0: And I would much prefer to have them sleep under the trees than to mess with the tree.
2: How about drinking the
0: water? Apparently, that's a good thing.
1: <laughs> Cole's uh, previous cat, Precious, she she loved to bury underneath blankets. So she would bury underneath the tree skirts. All you would see is a lump <laughs> underneath the tree. It was really funny. Yeah. Yeah.
3: She, yeah. Precious was a burrower. She, she would burrow, like, under anything. Like, sheets on the bed, blankets that you would leave out. Uh, and especially that she loved burrowing under the tree skirt. So you had to be careful when you were, like, putting down a present that you weren't plopping it down on top of her.
1: Yeah, very funny.
3: We're putting presents under the tree. We have to leave a little nook in the back for Onyx and a little path in the presents. For Onyx to get in and out from back there so she can enjoy uh, being safe and untouchable back there.
2: It would be fun for her if you made it, like, a little pathway so she has to, like, like, like she feels like she found it. You know, not just like a straight... Cut. Oh, like a maze? Yeah, like a little bit of a maze.
3: Right. I feel like that'd be a lot of presents, though.
2: That's true.
0: You need a lot more wrapped. True. Yeah.
3: Word.
2: Very fun. So, you know, we are releasing this right in the middle of December. And there are a lot of you know great things with parties and decorating and getting ready for the big day uh, going on. Um, but there's lots of future festivities that week, too. So our future festivities are for the week of December 13th. December 13th is National Cocoa Day. December 14th is Monkey Day. December 15th is Cat Herders Day. (laughs) H-E-R-D-E-R-S. December 16th is National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. December 17th, National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. And by the way, I got my first ugly Christmas sweater because I needed one for work this year. So I just bought that recently. December 18th Answer the Telephone Like Buddy the Elf Day. (laughs) And December 19th, National Hard Candy Day. And, you know, I forgot that a candy cane is hard candy. So
0: I was thinking like more
2: like hard candies like... um, Like the
0: old-fashioned. Like the old-fashioned. But
2: actually, candy cane is a a hard candy, too. Yeah,
0: that's
2: true. Little little individually wrapped ones. Yes. Yes. Like butterscotch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they had like little ribbon. Yes. And stuff like that. Yeah. Do you remember how... Buddy the Elf answered the phone.
2: How did he answer it?
0: Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? (laughs) I think it's something like that.
2: (laughs) It is, is. and I knew what he answered it like. I just wanted to hear you say it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We are on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Holiday underscore Moons. On Instagram, we are at Holiday Moons, one word. On Facebook, you can find us by searching Holiday Moons in the search bar. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And you can email us at any time at hollymoons at gmail.com. Dot com.
0: So for Beth, Sydney,
2: Randy, and Cole,
0: Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs>